Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 18th of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Wednesday the 11th, an account by the name of Swedish Solidarity Committee for Rojava shared a video on Twitter where a group of demonstrators hung an effigy of President Erdogan by its feet in the town center of Stockholm. After the incident, Turkey summoned the Swedish ambassador to express Turkey's frustration over it. The Speaker of the Parliament also cancelled a scheduled visit by his Swedish counterpart. About the incident, the Swedish Prime Minister said that he considered this demonstration an attempt to sabotage the country's bid to join NATO. Many people, regardless of their political opinions, criticized the demonstration in Sweden. Even those who don't support Erdogan said that such an attack against the President of Turkey, regardless of who he is and what policies he supports, is unacceptable. Speaking of the President, last Monday the 9th, He gave a speech at the National Defense Ministry's ceremony to mark the delivery of a new generation howitzer weapon system. In his speech, the president targeted Kemal Kılıç Daralu, the main opposition leader. The president accused Kılıç Daralu of seeking help from foreign countries and investors, referencing Kılıç Daralu's visit to Germany, the United States and England, and praised himself for sourcing local workers. The commanders of the Turkish armed forces applauded his speech. On Tuesday the 10th, Kılıç Daralu criticized the commanders for applauding Erdogan's remarks against him and accused them of trying to involve the military into politics. He told them to, quote, know their place, end quote, and added that if they wanted to be involved in politics, they should take off their uniforms, as the military has to be an apolitical institution. Some agreed with Kılıç Daralu. Others said that the commanders were applauding their commander-in-chief, Erdogan, a title he received upon becoming president, and there was nothing wrong with them applauding their superior. In other news, on Saturday the 14th of January, the Mesopotamian News Agency reported that the Anadolu University Administration suspended Bulent Yujel, a professor in the Faculty of Law, for three months over his exam questions for the general principles of constitutional law lesson. In the exam, he included questions that refer to the current presidential regime, the case to shut down the People's Democratic Party, or HDP, and the trustee mayor, the government appointed to cities and towns under HDP rule, as well as the censorship law that the government imposed to prevent misinformation. The rectorate also canceled the exam, citing the 53rd article of the law of higher education. However, the article is the general outline of what punishment to give for certain behaviors and doesn't specify why the rectorate canceled the exam and suspended UGIL. Now, on to some news on the presidential election. On Tuesday the 17th, Devlet Bacelli, the head of the ruling Nationalist Movement Party, or MHP, called for elections to be held in May instead of June. He said that it's better to finish the election process off as soon as possible. He added that if they hold the election earlier than the scheduled date, it shouldn't be interpreted as an early election and that the public should see it as an update to the date due to seasonal conditions. The opposition parties said that they'd approve an early election as long as it's held in early April. On that note, some people have been saying on social media that the Table of Six, the opposition group with six parties, can't decide on a joint candidate. They speculated that every party leader wants to be the joint candidate. For example, members of the main opposition, the Republican People's Party, often bring up how their candidate was Kemal Kılıç Daralu. Ali Babakan, the head of the Democracy and Progress Party from the opposition, also said that he believed he would easily win the election if he was the joint candidate. However, many oppose this. 
reminding that he used to be a close figure to Erdogan. In international news, last Friday the 13th, the Istanbul police caught Duaks Ngakuru, the head of one of the leading drug gangs of Australia, in a drug raid. Reportedly, Ngakuru had an international arrest warrant. Following a series of talks with the Australian authorities, the Turkish police sent Ngakuru to the Provincial Immigration Service to be deported and sent back to Australia. Moving on, on Monday the 16th, the foreign minister of Germany summoned the Turkish ambassador to address a leaked video of a speech a Turkish parliament member from the ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, gave at an event the German Democratic Idealist Turkish Association's Federation hosted in Nus. In his speech, he said that they, meaning the AKP, will wipe off the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK, and the Gulen Organization, or FETO, which Turkey deem as terrorist organizations. He added, quote, they will not have the right to live in Germany, end quote. The foreign minister told the ambassador that the speech was hate speech and pointed out that there was no place for provocation or hate speech in Germany. The foreign minister also added that election campaigns from foreign politicians were subject to permission and advised them to comply with the rules. Following the war that broke out in Ukraine, many Ukrainians and Russians fled the country and settled in Turkey, especially in cities along the southern coast of the country like Antalya. Lately, people have been reporting on social media that there are billboards in Russian all around the city. Even the Antalya municipality put out billboards in Russian without a single Turkish word on them. Even the mayor's name was written in Russian. Someone also shared a picture of a student list from a school in Antalya and said that there are classes where there's not a single Turkish student. Some also said that there were Russian-run gymnastics courses in the city and Turkish students were having trouble fitting in there as the teachers didn't know any Turkish and spoke exclusively in Russian. People criticized this, saying the country's nationals shouldn't feel like a second-class citizen in their own country. The Kadikoy municipality in Istanbul called electric scooter renting companies to collect the excess vehicles in the district. Officials added that starting from the weekend, the municipality would start towing the vehicles that were occupying the sidewalk. The mayor of Kadikoy said that the municipality gives priority to pedestrians, and said that there's a legal limit to how many scooters the companies can put out, but that these companies have passed the limit. People are happy about the news, as many have been complaining about the e-scooters blocking the sidewalks. The sidewalks are already narrow in most streets, and when people park the scooters on the streets, they crowd the sidewalks and block pedestrians from getting around the city as easily. In the early hours of Monday the 16th, a Ukrainian vessel passing through the Bosphorus Strait ran aground. The governor of Istanbul announced that there were no reports of injury or pollution, but the authorities had to temporarily stop the sea traffic until the rescue team finished their work. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın! Hoşçakalın!